Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, uh oh, wait a minute, what's going on now? Uh, mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing? Hold on, we'll be right back after this small musical interlude. The bigger the cap, the bigger the pillars. And when dealing with the lynch mob, you got to know steady mob. It is not just the name of this jam, but a way of life. Bound together by brothers that's known to break them off some. Give it to me. Four by brothers and a mother shit. Better known as a dude, then we all want to take a hit. Back back, got tent. Trying to get our hands on some dollars and sit. And food can't hold us. 
might start slinging bean pods. Or the blue bag t-shirt up the mud. Which you can't touch just on the front. I'm out to get rich. Cause life ain't nothing but money. I hate a snitch. They drop like dominoes. And if you didn't know, I you got drama. So after the doing, I gotta get up and put on my white unit. I'm out to duck. Just as soon as my 11s hit the floor. Cause I'm ready to hit the ball like Mario and Freddy. Yeah. Cause I'm steady money. Mr. Talk in the House. How you doing this wonderful Friday afternoon? Hope everybody is having a great day. All right, so, yeah, we had some issues here. I, I thought we had some issues anyway, but seems like everything is working kind of peachy keen, so <laughs> we're going to roll on with what we got. All right, once again, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. 
And, man, we got another outstanding show planned for you today. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, I know some of y'all probably want to talk about the impeachment hearings that's going on. If we get to it, we get to it. Oh, well. I mean, really, what's new? What are you learning new from that whole situation? Probably nothing. Yeah, no, I haven't learned anything uh, brand new. Anything that I haven't said is going to happen anyway. It's going on. It's right here in front of your, front of your face right now. So uh, it is what it is, and it shall be what it shall be. However, we got some other stuff we need to talk about, like hair codes and uh, what, what's on the schedule for today anyway? <laughs> Some hair codes, yeah. Um, Meghan Markle, a cashless society, and a couple of things, whatever you decide you want to talk about as well, because that's why we call it Let's Talk, because it gives you the chance to bring to the mic to the show things that's on your mind as well. So, you know, with all that going on, we're going to go on and um, we're going to talk about some things. Yeah, because... Um, that's what we need to do. <laughs> That's what we need to do. But you know what? Being that it's Friday and we've had, uh, some of you have had a long, 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 um, long week so far. I'm going to give you all one more, one more piece of music here to make you feel uh, just a little bit better. Hopefully I can find it. Uh, you know, sometimes you can't find what you're looking for when you're looking for it. But yeah, we got a good show for you, man, and I hope y'all ready because I have, oh man, I have a whole lot going through my brain, and um, I kind of want y'all to make sure that you are uh, that you're ready. Yeah, that you're ready. You know, because sometimes you just need that little break in between. You know, that musical break. To make you make you just go ah oh yeah I haven't heard that in a long time but that sounds good yeah so you know what we're gonna bring y'all a little arrested development with Mr. Window see y'all in about four minutes enjoy. Freedom, a free that you and I think is dumb. 
free to be without the worries of a quick to this society for Mr. Windows a bum. His only worries are sickness and an occasional harassment by the police in their chase. Uncivilized, we call him, but I just saw him eat off the food we waste. Civilization, are we really civilized? Yes or no? Who are we to judge when thousands of innocent men can be brutally enslaved or killed over a racist grudge? Mr. Window has tried to warn us about our ways, but we don't hear him talk. Is it his fault when we've gone too far and we got too far? Cause on him we've walked. Mr. Wind, a man, a human in flesh, but not by law. I feed you dignity to stand with pride, realize that all in all, you stand tall. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. There was y'all, Mr. Window. All right, Arrested Development. Hey, well, if that didn't get you to move a little bit, I don't know what is. You know, first you had Ice Cube and Straight Marvin, and now you got mm, Arrested Development and Mr. Window. Hey, if your head wasn't bobbing out one of them songs, you made me want to check your pulse. So something ain't right with you. Something ain't right with you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. You know, I, I'm trying a whole lot of new stuff right now, so y'all gonna have to hang in here with me a little bit because we're gonna do what we're gonna do. If you know what I mean. All right, once again, this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House, and I want you to uh, be able to comment on anything we talk about here on the show. I want you to actually talk. Um, bring, you know, let me know what you're thinking about whatever topics we were, we're discussing. And here's the way you can do that. The easiest way is just call me at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can um you can be a part of the show, and as I always say, I would love to hear from you. 
I really would, man. Okay. So, first thing we're talking about here today um, on the show is um, hair. We're talking about hair because it seems like lately that has been a big issue, a very, very big issue. Ever since this this um, kid down in Houston, yeah, there's there's an issue with that. The kid down in Houston has been told he can't graduate um, unless he cuts his hair or does something different with it. Um, they prefer that he cut it. But, you know, this isn't the first time we've heard this story, is it? You know, I think there was a, a young man down in Louisiana last year uh, going through the same thing. And it's interesting because you think – after all this publicity, bad publicity that these um, individual school districts are getting, that they would get it. You know, that is not is not a fad. This is just natural hair growing. You know, and, and these young men aren't doing anything wrong. You know, they're wearing their hair. You know, like some of them, if some of their 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 cases, you know, that's their religion belief. That's you know what their heritage, their culture say. You know, they can wear their hair that way. You know, but it's interesting how <sighs> these these individuals that run these school districts, you know, want to make everybody look the same, uniform, you know, crew cut. But that's not, we're not, we are not all the same. We're not, we're not. There's no way in heck I'm going to look like, uh, 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 what's the, what, who, who, who could I say? Um, Bill Nate, Bill Neighbors, or Andy Griffin, you know, and basically that sometimes you think that's what they want you to look like. And it, it, it's sad because African Americans, black folk, black people, whoever you want to call them, um, whatever you want to call us, um, we are different. Hell, we're different from each other half the time. So, I mean, you know, we we, it's, we just can't do it, all right? Anyway. We'll get back to that here in a minute. Um, let's see. Before we get on that one case, now, as I mentioned before, there there have been other cases. Um, Last Hawk is a six-year-old. Clinton Stanley Jr., you know, he was kicked out of his new school before he can even get inside the door, the classroom. Before he can get inside the classroom. Okay. Um Administrators at a Florida school didn't approve of his hairstyle, which he wore in lock. And said he couldn't return until he changed it. Isn't that crazy? The school in question, A Books Christian Academy, is private, but it, it participates in several of the state's voucher programs, which provides publicly funded scholarships for kids to attend private schools based on factors like income. Clinton was approved, was supposed to attend a Books Christian Academy on one such scholarship. You know. <laughs> now, here, here's the crazy part. His dad said, I was bewildered that all that the all-white staff in charge of a predominantly black school would have had the audacity to shame something so close tied to black identity. Yeah. The complaint also notes that at one point, school officials told Clinton that his hair was too long because it fell below his ears. Hmm. But promotional materials for the school show a white male student with hair falling below his ears. 
you know, sometimes you can say, well, is this actually, is it actual racism, bigotry, uh, discrimination? What is it? What is it? Could it be a part of some of like, like a little bit of all of it? Could it be a little bit of all of it? You, you understand what I'm saying? Not just, you know, racism, uh, not just bigotry, not just prejudice, a little bit of ignorance as well. I mean, really. And, and here's the, the the bad part about this, that one story I just read you um, coming out of Florida, because that's where a lot of this, this style of dread, when dread started at, down in Florida, Miami, where you have Haitians and Jamaicans and uh, Panamanians, all of them coming over. Okay? So that's where it started, but yet they have, and then you have all white, uh, all white group decide, um, yeah, no, that's not the way we're gonna let you wear the hair. That that is just not not acceptable. And I applaud because these folk are really fighting, fighting this, and they should. They really should. Um, <clears throat> let's see, there was another. You don't have to find all these great stuff here. These notes. <clears throat> Excuse me. A second grader. Tiana Parker of Tulsa, Oklahoma, found herself at age seven at the center of decades of debate over standards of black beauty, cultural pride, and freedom of expression. A few weeks earlier, another charter school, the Horizon Science Academy in Lorain, Ohio, sent a draft policy home to parents that proposed a ban on Afro pups and small twisted braids. But at historically black Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia, the dean of business school has defended and left in place a 12-year-old prohibition on dreadlocks and cornrows for male students in a leadership seminar for MBA candidates, saying the look is not business-like. Now, <laughs> hey, Real Talk sisters, thank you for hanging out with us today. I'm glad you can make it. All right, and welcome to the show. Um, Look. Here it is, y'all. Once again, as you can see, you can see, it, it's just not in the white community. Even our own sometimes think that it's not business-like. You know, when it comes to dread, you know, for a long time, dreads have had a very, very bad reputation. I mean, when I say a bad reputation, I mean a horrible reputation. Dreads have, you know, they have um, um, progress. I, I guess I shouldn't say progress. The reputation has gotten a little bit better now that a lot of athletes are wearing them. However, you know, back in the day, when you saw somebody wear dreads, first thing most people thought about were they were drilling, dealing drugs or they were doing this wrong or they were, you know, as they used to say, where they still say thugs or part of gangs or whatever. But we're in the 21st century, y'all, and it's freedom of expression. Everybody should be able to wear their hair any way they want to, you know. They're not stopping, you know, the 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 white kid from going to school with 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 their little funny haircuts and color hair and all these piercings in their nose. But yet they want to stop an eighteen year old man from graduating. Not that he hasn't already been to school, been going to school all year long with these same dreads. Trying now, listen to this. He has actually been trying to adhere to this so-called. Um, student handbook policy that they have 
concerning the wearing of the head, you know, making sure it's not off the back of, of the collar and what have you. Now, <clears throat> no, being a veteran of myself, I have actually, you know, seen women in the military, you know, do the same thing. You know, they come in with these long braids, but while they're in uniform, adhering to 670-1, they make sure that, you know, it's up in a bun or whatever off the collar. And this is what this young man has been doing. Okay, he has been, um, he, that's what he's been doing. But all of a sudden now, there's an issue with it. Why? Why is there an issue with it already? And why is it always some white group trying to make this, making this decision for us black people? And why is that? Has anybody ever noticed that the majority of these, these schools that make these type of decisions even though they may have to go back later on and, and apologize, but it's a bunch of white administrators making these decisions. And maybe they need to go back to school and get a class on what's, what real hair looks like instead of, you know, all, all this fake white hair that they want some of our young ladies to wear all the time. Be, and, and, you know, and, and sisters, I love y'all. I tell you, I love you. And I tell y'all that all the time. I love you, I love you, I love you. But some of y'all get outrageous with this weave stuff. I, I mean, I didn't really want to go there, but since I'm talking about dreads and all that and what people are accepting, you know, and, and a lot of you have good regular hair. You know, then you have to do take care of it and it'll grow a little bit. But no, you fall into that trap that they have on the boob tube uh, of what they call beautiful, you know, what they consider glamorous, you know, and... and it, it it distorts your reality as to what is beautiful to you. Now, personally, I prefer a woman with her natural hair. I, I really do. If she's wearing her natural hair, and she's got my attention. But that's just my, my. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that. That is just the way I look at it, and that's what I like. Now, I know there's some brothers out there, you know, to them, you know, she she's no you know a woman's not beautiful unless she got long flowing hair. It doesn't have to be hers, you know. It's just her. Yeah. Well, I like a natural woman. I really do. But anyway, I digress. Let me get back to what I'm talking about here. What this what you're saying. Um. So anyway, this 18 year old in Houston, you know, and he's been told he can't graduate unless he changes hair, which basically they try to tell him to cut it. Now, this was an interesting thing. There's a barber shop across the street from the school, and the barber name is Shane Nyman. And he says um, he has known about the district policy for years and has seen boys in his chair because of the dress code. Every day we have kids coming in saying that the school makes them come over to get their hair cut because they're not in compliance. He added, it's by far not a race issue. Well, what is it then? What is it? it was, I mean, you know, he didn't say whether they were black or white or whatever. <clears throat> but in this case, I, I wonder. Now, in this school district alone, African Americans make up 3.1% of the school district's population. Okay, the bo- the black population in Mount Delview, which is in uh, you know, suburb of Houston, the city which the school district is located is 8.5%. Okay, okay, that's, of course, this, according to census data. And 
you can't tell me this this young man here is the only one walking around that school with dread. I, I, I just refuse to believe that. You know, but I, I, I want to applaud this young man because it says you can't just let people walk all over you or anything like that. You have to be willing to take a stand, and that's what I'm going to do. That's right. Take a stand. Hey, <clears throat> now, if it was me and they just didn't want to budge or want to, no problem. You know, as long as I have my credits and what have you, hey, dude, send it to me, U.S. Postal Service. I'll take it either way. I've earned it. You know, he's, he, he has earned the right to actually graduate, though. He really had walk across that stage because <clears throat> that's a big moment in anybody's life, walking across the stage receiving any type of document like that. But, hey, if they leave him no choice, then they leave him no choice. Don't cut your hair, young man. Don't cut your hair. But, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, <clears throat> knowing y'all know y'all know how Mr. Talk do, I, if I can find it, I'm going to find it and see exactly what it says. So I have, have a copy of, um, I looked up a copy of the Barbers Hill ISD, Independent School District Student Handbook, and I had to go through it and find out exactly what it says about hair. So on page 54, here's what it says about students wearing hair. Hair must be clean and well-groomed. Geometric or unusual patterns, including mohawks or false hawks, false hawks, shaved or cut in hair are not permitted. Um, unnatural hair color or color variation in hair, <laughs> i.e. scarlet, purple, blue, green, orange, etc., would not be permitted. Ribbons or other types of hair accessories should not distract from the learning environment and be appropriate to hairstyle. <clears throat> Male students' hair will not extend at any time below the eyebrows or below the earlobes. Male students' hair must not extend below the top of a T-shirt collar or be gathered or worn in a style that would allow the hair to extend below the top of a T-shirt collar, below the eyebrows, or below the earlobes when let down. Now, that is what it says in the yearbook, I mean, in the, in the handbook, student handbook. That's what it says. And it has in no way, no way he, he didn't violate any of that. So why they have a problem all of a sudden with him and his his um dread? Why? Why do any of them have a problem with that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Why do any of them have a problem with that? That's what makes you wonder, man, I tell you. Young man, I'm telling you, because I'm sure there are going to be a lot more stories, especially since we are coming up on graduation season. Graduation, uh, I call it graduation season. But y'all understand, graduate, a lot of graduations coming up. So we're going to see how many school, more school districts are going to try and um, ban their students because of their hairstyles. It's really, it's really a dump. You know, if it's not... And I understand if it's, you know, distracting or whatever, but honestly, you know, the Supreme Court ruled a long time, uh, a few years ago, I think it was, that um, a student's hairstyle is a part of, you know, their free speech. Now, the other part of this is, and see, this is where it gets tricky, and I think this is where a lot of the school districts um, get become very confused. Remember, a couple of years ago, the Supreme Court ruled that businesses, 
businesses can um, turn away future employees because of because of their hairstyles, i.e. dreadlocks or whatever else somebody want to come in with. If whoever's trying to hire you don't like it, and we talked about it on the show, you know, maybe that's a different situation because, you know, they're paying you to do a job. But in this case with this young man, he's gone and going to school. He has gotten everything he needed to graduate. So what is the issue now? And, and per the handbook, he really hasn't violated any of the so-called rules. He hasn't. So maybe there needs to be a little more defining of, of, of this, this rule. And hell, maybe, excuse my language, but maybe somebody needs to take it back to the Supreme Court and see what they say. <clears throat> now, here's another piece. You know, yeah, yeah, y'all know me. I, I get started sometimes, and all this kind of stuff comes to my mind. Maybe a lot of these schools, you know, in Houston, being that they are, you know, predominantly run by white people, well, maybe, you know, they're ultra conservative and they want everybody to look, you know, like robots or what have you. Well, we know in the black community, even among our own, we none of us look the same when it comes to certain things, right? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We can have a, a, a closet full of the same clothes and, and have scheduled and have them to wear the clothes the same day and all of it looks different. And, and I'm not just, uh, I'm just saying black folk, you know, I, the white folk can do the same thing, I guess. You know, and it's just the way it is. So unless, I guess, you're in the military or you go, you work somewhere where they have uniforms, and even then, everybody doesn't look the same. It, I mean, it doesn't. So why all of a sudden you show, you picking out this one child, this one kid that's 18 yeah, he no child. This young adult because of his hairstyle. I, I seriously believe there's more to this story. We aren't, you know, we haven't um, been privy to because that just makes no sense right there. It really doesn't, especially since he's been going to the school, going to school all year long with this hairstyle. It's not like he changed the hair to this hairstyle recently. It's been growing, and he has been working and making sure that he has been uh, uh, presiding by whatever rules they set out. But isn't that interesting? And and this is like a lesson in, in um, I know this individual in the school, but it's like, like uh, the government and, and, and the citizens, right? Once you get started, you, 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 you work around what they say is the law, the rules or whatever, and you work, 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 then they come with a twist. Well, we don't like it like that. This is what you got to do now at the last minute. Ah, no, no. And and, and I, I like it, once again, I like that DeAndre decided, DeAndre say, I'm standing, I ain't going for this. I'm standing up. And that was a lot of us need to do here as far as citizens. We need to stand up to our congressmen, our representatives, you know, and judges and all that. If they're not doing the job, stand up to them, tell them you got to go. We don't like these old crazy laws y'all putting in place. We don't like the way you represent us. Yeah, we don't like that. You're supposed to represent us. I know I went off on a stick there, didn't I? <laughs> all right, I'll get back there in a minute. All right, but, um, yeah, so 
We'll see what happens. But if I was DeAndre, you know, I, I shoot the deuces. I have to mail my stuff, and I have me a graduation party at my house. You know, to invite my friends, and we'll do a graduation ceremony right there. You see, that's what I would do. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so yeah, that's what I would do. Now, um, you know, back to what I was just talking about here. You know, as far as he represented us, because I know some of y'all y'all tuning in to, to hear about the, you know my my thoughts on this impeachment thing, and I've told you this already before before they even started the whole the whole scenario. Um, the Democrats have done what they they were going to do. Okay, they did about the only thing they could really really do. And that get on the record that he has been impeached. That's it. Okay, now they stand it up and they are, you know, giving reasons or what have you on the charges they brought. We already been over that. We already heard it. We've heard it. We've read it. All right, we've read it. Now, it's in the Senate. You know, the Senate, you know, the quote-unquote the trial per- portion of it. <sighs> Well, you know, it's just a waste of time, y'all. It it, it really is. Just like with Clinton, with Clinton, it was a waste of time. It was a waste of time. You know, you have to understand this is a game that they play. You know, you have Lindsey Graham stand up in front of um, television um, reporters say, "No, we're not going to have no." uh, witnesses, because if they wanted witnesses, they should have called them through an impeachment. But at the same time, when they was impeaching um, Clinton, that's the only thing you heard him saying. Well, we should be able to have witnesses. We should be able to call witnesses. Oh, so now it's on the other side. So now you want to don't want to hear the witnesses. What ye say to citizens? Nobody asked us what we wanted to hear. Do we want to hear those individuals that were there at the time? You know, under oath, the with a lie detector hooked up to him. <laughs> now that would be some interesting stuff, huh? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be interesting? Just to see, just to, to see who's really got the who's really man or woman enough to tell the truth. Hell, we know most of them don't tell the truth. Or, I'm not going to say they don't tell the truth. They tell a version of the truth. Yeah, a version of the truth. Just like the president does. He tells a version of the truth. Just like Barack Obama did. They told versions of the truth. All of them tell versions of the truth. None of them tell you the whole true fact, especially if it's negative. We don't get that. And if you want to know what it really is, you have to dig hard and, and dig really, really hard to find out what the real truth is. I don't know. But in this instance, do you really, really give one flying fart? Do you? Do you? Okay, so he asked the foreign government to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, 
okay, who just happened to be running against him for the U.S. presidency in 2020, this year. Okay. After Joe Biden sits on a, a, a program somewhere and brags about withholding funds to Ukraine unless they fired some prosecutor. Ah. Now, now, when you put those two together, it's basically the same thing, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Now, here's the other interesting, very confusing part of this. Why didn't anybody go after after the, the Obama administration? Y'all know me. I try to keep it even killed. I, I really do. I try. So my question is, why didn't anybody try and go after the Obama administration then? Why not? But now here we are in 2020, and now we have this big supposedly trial going on right now. But basically, the same thing that Joe Biden bragged about doing. And to be honest, it's something that what is something that all administrations do. That's what people are failing to understand. This is not anything new that these our governments do. We do it all the time. All the time. There is nothing new about this. Nothing. But everybody wants you to believe it's something new. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And, and you go through this, you know, every so many years, and it's the same thing. Depends on who's in charge of what side of the uh, Congress. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Do you really think that he's going to be convicted and removed from office? No. It's not going to happen. He's not even going to be convicted. Censored than anything else. What the most was going to happen to him has happened already, coming out of the House of Representatives. He's been impeached. That's it. It's on his record. All this other stuff right now is just all this other stuff. Yeah. But anyway. I thought I know some of y'all wanted to hear about that, so I thought I'd just bring it to the forefront and let you, you know, talk about that a little bit because you know some of y'all are, are really worried about it. Honestly, I don't know that. I'm not even watching it. I, I'm not. I'm not watching it because I already know what the outcome's gonna be. You know, heck, Mitch McConnell told you what the outcome was gonna be. He said it. This the same man that went on a, a talk show and made a, the snide comment that after the host said you you know uh, says uh, made a comment that yeah you know I blocked Obama for the last eight years and, and sniggled about it. What does that tell you? Uh, what does that tell you? They're not straight. They're not. Uh, 
They're not trying to do anything. And this is see, and this is what everybody is feeling. This is an election year. Okay? This is a election year. A lot of their seats are up for elect re-election. Now, a lot of them, you know, whether they like the president or not, you know, they are throwing, they are throwing all their, their, their hands in to his deck because they don't want to upset the base. McConnell is from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky. Hmm. Uh-huh. From Kentucky, y'all. So he really don't want to upset anybody. He really doesn't want us to help anybody. So, once again, everybody's getting all upset and, and, you know, there's family arguments going on over this and people aren't speaking to each other because... Stop it, y'all. Stop it. It's not that... It's really... You know, a lot of people would want to think it's about the U.S. citizen, but it has nothing to do with us. It, it doesn't. It's politicians playing games with each other. It has nothing to do with us. The, the United States citizen at this point is nowhere. You know, they will mention us, mention you in, in their little speeches or whatever. But if you really pay attention to it, it has nothing to do with us. Nothing. It's one group trying to outdo the other group, unseat the other group. That's all it is. That's all it is. They play, you know, it's, um, <laughs> I will say it like this. They're playing hide and seek with each other. Yeah, hide and seek. We're going to hide all the bad things we do, see if you can't find out where what they are and where, where we did it at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what's another interesting thing about this whole whole piece of infant? You notice you haven't heard anything from the squad. It's like they, the squad has just been quieted for a while. You know, wouldn't it be interesting to have uh, OIC, uh, Omar, and uh, Presley, and to lead in part of that Democratic, Democrat, um, um, <laughs> you know, where they get up there and read all the charges? Can you? Would you imagine that? Oh, that would be something great, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, now that'll be some. Let's watch TV. <laughs> oh, television. But no, honestly, other than that, you get a bunch of folk up there reading. You know, of course, Trump has now has the who's who attorneys. And so they're going to get up there and, you know, say, you know, try and rebuff whatever the Democrats have said. And then there's going to be the vote, you know. But the only good thing is you're going to get to see who voted the what. You know, and I heard there was some reports that, um, the president may actually be in, you know, in the chambers, you know, listening to some of this, some of uh, what's been being said. Now, that is interesting in itself, because I wonder how many going to have the balls enough to, to speak out against him 
while he's there. There's one thing to do it while, you know, he's in another country or he's at the White House or on a golf course in Florida somewhere. But to actually do it while he's sitting there, oh, man. Because you know he's a very vindictive man. He's a very vindictive man. So that's why I say, oh, if you can do it while he's sitting there, you already know. You might as well keep it, you know, watch out. Because he's going to come for you because he's vindictive. He hide, He doesn't hide that. He doesn't. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a man, you talk about something to see. See, the more I start talking, the more I think of stuff. But when when I mean really. Because you know he he's gonna be tweeting. He he's always tweeting. Whether it makes sense or not, he's always tweeting. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's just one of those things, and <sighs> we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see about it. All right. If you happen to be out there listening, um, I am Mr. Talk. And if you want to comment on the thing we talked about so far, the number is 347-838-8622. You can hit me up in my email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right. Um, so, so far, what have we talked about so far? The team not being able to graduate in Houston because of his dreadlocks. Uh, and impeachment. Yeah, we, we, we got on the impeachment. That's what we talked about so far in the in the first hour. And, you know, it's interesting going back to the dreads. You know, I'm reading, and it says, you know, they have 48 hours to come up with a resolution or we're taking this to federal court. <sighs> you know, um, you know, if <laughs> I'm reading another article here regarding this guy in, in um, this young man here in Houston. And it says, there is no dress code policy that prohibits any cornrow or any other method of wearing the hair, which is true, which is true. Our policy limits the length. It's been that way for 30 years. Okay. So once again, if it's pulled up in a bun, that means it's within regulation of the length. See, what they're trying to do, they're trying to skate around saying, well, if he let it down, it's, it's below. Well, hey. Most girls, young girls, young ladies, if they walk around with their hair down, it's below their collar as well. Are you going to require them to cut their hair? See, this is one of those predetermined uh, rules or laws that men should have short hair and women should have long hair or however you know you want to put it. But this is the same country that has voted to let. Boys who want to be girls use boys' bathrooms. Isn't that isn't that crazy? But you got a kid that wears dreadlocks that's trying to adhere to your your so-called rules, and you want to punish him for it. But you don't mind that boy who want to be a girl going in the girls' bathroom and using it. That is just stupid. That is stupid. Very dumb. But that's where we at in this world. You know, it, it's not. Uh, um, let's be logical about this. You know, if 
These are the rules, and this is where we want to keep them because it violates whatever dumb sanctimonial belief some person has. See, I'm trying to keep it clean, y'all. I really am. I really am. But every time I read this and it says predominantly white administration, that tells me something in itself. You know, everybody wants to think they will, you know, this is, uh, of the 50s or the 60s or the 40s, you know, where everybody had the low haircut, and that was it. Well, this is not, those times are gone. You know, even the, the 70s and the 80s when those down in, in South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, you know, came across the water, the Haitians, the Jamaicans, whatever, with their dreads and Everybody that wears dress don't sell drugs. Everybody who wears dress aren't some rapper or some degenerate. Some of it is because of their religion, religious beliefs, their culture. The Haitian, Panamanian, Jamaican, El Cuban, the Rasta. But because you don't like it or you have failed to do your due diligence and research to understand why this child is wearing their hair that way, you want to punish the child. Get a grip, people. If you're an administrator in a school, get a grip. Do your research. Stop punishing these kids. Now, if you want to do something and your school allow little boys and, and teenage boys to go in the girls' bathroom because they want to be boys, and they think they are uh, um, transgendered or neutrogendered or whatever the hell they want to call themselves, then you need to be replaced and leave our young men alone with their hairstyle. What you need to do is stop some of them dang gone. Yeah, man. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I'm about to get hard and heated up in here over nothing. Man, I tell you, it's not really over nothing. But that is a fact, though. You know, isn't, isn't it interesting? We're still talking about stuff like this, even though this country has moved in some states to let boys go in girls' bathrooms. Or better yet, let's just build a bathroom and put both on there. <laughs> Just so we won't have to deal with that situation. You know, cornrows and, oh, my goodness. If they are neat and what have you, why do you have a problem with it? Why? Get a grip, people. Get a grip. You know, this is 2020. And you still discriminate against people because of the way they're wearing their hair. And that's what it is. Discrimination. I said it earlier. Discrimination, bigotry, prejudice, and ignorance. Yeah, I said it. Some of y'all probably said Mr. Talk. Um, I ain't going to say this too loud, but that's pretty much all the same thing. Is it? Is it really all the same thing? I don't think so. My goodness. But, yeah, it is what it is, y'all. Come on. Come on. Leave these kids alone. If they've done their schoolwork, 
and they're able to walk across the stage, let them walk across the stage. Okay? Let them walk. It's not going to hurt anything. Nobody's going to take your money away because you let somebody with dreads walk across the stage to get a diploma. Golly, get off your, your high religious horse or whatever horse you ride, you know, and, and, and step back for a minute and pay attention to what's really going on. All right. I'll see you, Triple One. I'll get to you in a minute. Get to you in a minute. You know what? Instead of getting to you in a minute, I'll get to you right now. Come on, talk to me. Triple One, welcome to the show. What you got for me, Joe? It's been a long time. Oh, my. I think. Hello. Are you there? Hello.
in the house and if by chance you want to comment on anything that i've talked about so far or i'm going to talk about 
No problem. Just give me a call, 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget, the chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And, oh, by the way, if you have any other method of of, of, of um, communicating with me, hey, you can use that as well. I'm not going to give all that out, but you know who you are, and uh, you're more than welcome to use those means, okay? So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, y'all know, I told y'all I'll be changing up the format of the show a little bit, so I never know what I'm going to do from now on from show to show. just depends on how it's going. You know, sometimes I want to play music, sometimes I want to talk, sometimes I want to do both. Hey, it's my show. I can do that, right? All right. Uh-huh. Hey, sweetheart, I see you. Thank you for joining us today. All right, so let's see. We got somebody who want to talk to me. So let's bring this in and see what's on their mind. See what's on their mind. Yeah, I just want to talk about him not being able to graduate because of his hairstyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk to me. Yeah, that's some. Like that's some stupid ass shit, man. Seriously, because of a fucking hairstyle. Like, man. Like, what the fuck is this fucking Nazi Germany? You know, like it's a fucking hairstyle. The kid fucking went through school. He did his fucking shit. Got the grades legit. Okay. It's, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hold on, sir. You know what? Let me stop you right there before you get started. All right. Um. Yeah, I agree. But however, I'm gonna ask you, um, please, you know, kind of change your language a little bit. You know, that we don't we don't allow that on this on this show here. We don't allow all that that sanity over here. So, hey, we can have a conversation, but you know, just clean it up a little bit for me, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm new here. I don't know the rules. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, if I was him, I, I would have been like, yo, what the fuck is you talking about, nigga? And I would have fucking... <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> you only get one warning here. <laughs> that's somebody playing the game, y'all, that's all. That's somebody That's somebody that do know the rules. <laughs> And they just want to play with me today. But it's okay. Hey, I agree with you, man. Look, it's simple. You know, as I said before, you know, if they just want to continue to force this guy to to, um, try and change his hair so he can walk across the stage, like I said before, the musical break, you know, I throw the deuces up to him. Hey, just mail it to me. I have my own little graduation ceremony at my house, in my yard, at my church, or wherever I want to have it at. You know, okay, it's cool. You know, because there's nowhere in in that handbook that mentions anything about you know um, not being able to wear cornrows or uh, dreads or anything like that. It just mentions length of hair. Just mentions length of hair for the guys, okay? Um, and he said he wore it in a bun. His mother said she made sure you know that it was neatly done in a bun, and. It wasn't touching his car or nothing. So I think they're just being picky. And why wait till the end of the school year to do this? You know, why wait till the end of the school year to, you know, to try and tell this guy he can't walk across the stage? That's just ridiculous to me, you know. But uh, it's just where people want to poke, you know. They they just want to try and, and just keep some stuff going. That's all I can say about this. They say it's not it's not um, um, racial or whatever. But anytime you try to change a, a, 
you know, that seems to be the thing. Anybody who's wearing dreads or corn cornrows for some reason aren't being not being allowed to walk across stages or there's some problem with it. You know, and, and that's just wrong. And of course, we know the predominantly the people that wear cornrows and and um, dreads are black people. I'm gonna say it, yeah, black people, African Americans. So yeah, and most of these school districts that are having problems with these such these type of hairstyles, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, are majority white administrations. So just leave it right there. Just we just gonna leave it right there, all right. And don't don't think I yeah don't y'all think I haven't checked that out, okay? Because I, I have, you know. <clears throat> you know, back in the day, it used to be if you wore a big old afro, you were militant, or you know, you was a revolutionary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you was a revolutionary. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's the cornrow thing, and you know what? Somebody just sent me um, a text, and they made person. What about the the white people that's wearing the cornrows, and, and those ones, the certain ones that like to wear the dress, you know, because they like dipping into the African heritage culture thing, you know, or oh, they grew up in the hood, as some of them say. You know, are they making them um, do change theirs? Probably not. Probably not. Another one. They probably won't allow them in the school. They're a disgrace to the race. You know what? I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I, I, I'm kind of sarcastic today when it comes to the the the, the European race because I watched this movie this morning, Rosewood, and uh, you know, and that really got under my skin. It, it really did because just just the the, the goal of some of them them them, them so called people, you know. Just to have an excuse, and it really pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie to you, so don't take it personal, okay? It's just something I'm working through, all right. In the words of Steve Hart, God ain't finished with me yet. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but yeah. And so, when you, when you look at a movie like that early in the morning. And then you have to come and do the show and do a story like this in these cornrows, man. That just, oh, my goodness. Woo! Hey, I tell you what, there ain't no goosebumps right now. <laughs> Woo! But anyway, anyway, oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I just tickle myself. Um, Anyway, let's talk a little bit about um something else that's real interesting that's going on. And that's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. You know, she, you know the, the big news lately was they decided to step down, step away from, you know, some of their royal duties, you know. And everybody, you know, had their say on why that was done. And, of course, if anybody know Britain, you know, okay, let me change this. Let me Let me make this real good. All right. If anyone has really been following this relationship between Prince Harry, um, Meghan Markle, the marriage, and then the relationship with the other royals, you know, there has been, quote unquote, some type of turmoil there from the beginning. And, you know, a lot of individuals, 
uh, are saying because um, she's black. She's half black. Okay, she has. She's half black. Now, some would say if you half, you're black. Okay, you're black. You got one percent black in you're black. You know that's what white folks used to say anyway. But anyway, <laughs> um, so so recently they decided to step away, and um, she, you know, she was in Canada as of Wednesday. I know she was she was, she went back to Canada, you know, because that's where she's from. And you know, Prince Harry, he's he's gonna follow her. Now they're trying to decide, um, you know. Who's going to pay for their security while they're living in Canada? And, you know, they won't be paying any public funds now from, you know, the U.K. You know, and, and I understand, Meghan Mark, what she's saying is, look, I've got a child now. I see what y'all did to Prince, Princess Diana, and I just refuse to allow y'all to do this to me and my family. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, and Harry... You know, let's be honest. Harry realizes that his... his uh, um, chances of becoming king is really slim, you know, being that he has a couple of other people in front of him. So, you know, why not go in and live a happy life, you know, and, and get away from all the nonsense, and, you know. But here's a, a, another thing that was really interesting that I found as I was researching this. And I think what caught my eye is the word Christian, because you know that word, and and let me let me just explain it like this. Don't have me get me wrong. I have nothing against anybody who says they're Christian. I have nothing against anybody who says they're Muslim, Protestant, boo boo worshiper, whatever. That's your choice. That's what you do. Okay, that is what you do. However, I do have a problem with it when you begin to spew hate, discord, untruth, and whatever. You know, in the name of whatever religion that you you try to deep me, you know, claim. Now that's when I do have a problem with it. I'm not even gonna sit here and act like I don't. Yes, I have a problem with that. Now I'm saying all that to say, Christian activist claims Meghan Markle poisoned royal bloodline by being half black. Well, people, we are in 2020. Why are we still getting people say stupid crap like that? You know. Honestly, Meghan Markle already had one strike against her. Number one, she was half black. All right. Number two, she is a woman. Number three, she wasn't um, royalty or she wasn't from Great Britain or any of those other places that, you know, sold royalty, as some people believe. So, with that being said, this guy, uh, who says he's a Christian activist, I don't know what kind of Christian activist he is, but okay, whatever. Um, his name is Dave Dubemeyer, and he has made some very, very interesting comments concerning um, Meghan Markle and her marriage and why her and Prince Harry, you know, getting away from what you call it. Uh, he was talking on a uh, show the other day, and he was asked the question, how is the royal bloodline of the crown being poisoned? Is there something special about this commoner who has married into royalty? Now, remember, she's a commoner because, as I said, just said before, she has no 
quote unquote royal blood in her because she wasn't born into any royal line, so she's much a commoner. Um, Debonair answered, <clears throat> excuse me, she's half black. And he continued, when Harry and Meghan step back, what is going to be at the heart of why she did it? Why are they, what are they going to say? Come on, wake up here. What are they going to say? Racism. She never felt comfortable. She felt like she was below everybody else. Never at one point, you know, has she even said that she felt any way below anybody. But as you can see, as you can see, there's others out there. And this guy calls himself a Christian activist. And uh, he's basically saying she's below everybody else by just calling her a commoner. But anyway... Devin Mayer went on to discuss the impact Marcos' mixed race status would have on white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture, declaring, now see, this is interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. The royal family is the seat. Now y'all listen to this. The royal family is the seat of Christianity. We cannot deny the impact the royal family has had on the W-A-S-P-Y culture. And that stands for the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture is a result of what happened within the crown. And the crown has now, for the first time, been infiltrated with a bloodline. Oh, my goodness. That sounds racist, doesn't it? What the heck you think it sounds like? You said the bloodline has been infiltrated. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then you say, the, the royal family is the seat of Christianity? Oh, my goodness. Where, who do you think you are? Who do you think the royal family is? Huh? Who do you think they are? They really have no jokes. They just have a lot of titles. They really run nothing. <laughs> but this guy believes they are all powerful. They are the seat of Christianity. In, in other words, all Christians should go and buy the feet of the queen. Are you kidding me here? Are you really kidding me here? <laughs> That's what the guy said now. Um, oh, man. This guy finished. He said, don't miss what's going on. This infiltrator, once again, this infiltrator comes in. Here, proud of her infiltration, proud of her multiculturalism, and what is that demon doing? Destroying and upsetting everything, every tradition in that royal family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't make that up. Can't make that up. What are the key words here? Infiltrator, infiltration, demon. Destroying and upsetting everything, every tradition that the royal family, in that royal family. Now, this is a man that, that previously on um, beforehand said that interracial marriage and multiculturalism is a spiritual aid, infecting a once great Christian American culture. Now, 
And this is what he said. Today, interracial marriage would be considered honorable when 40 years ago it would have been considered a disgrace. Now it is a disgrace or is it honorable? Has the mixing of culture been good for America or has it been bad? Is America stronger today than we were 40 years ago or are we weaker today? And could it be? Are we weaker today because multiculturalism is spiritual aid and has brought an infection into what's once a great Christian American culture? Hey, I didn't make that up. This is what that guy said. Dave Dubenmeyer. Dubenmeyer, whatever you pronounce it. D-A-U-B-E-N-M-I-R-E. You know, what can you say to this, really? Has brought an infection into what was once was a great Christian American culture. Now, if we remember the American culture correctly from some 30, 40 years ago, then I don't think it was that great. Now, I really don't. Do you? Slavery, lynching, Jim Crow, internment of, uh, of Japanese Americans, Jews, Rosewood, the burning of um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wall Street, Raleigh, North Carolina, Wall Street. But that was the great Christian, Christian America, huh? That That is what is, was class, is classified as being Christian. That is what makes a great Christian society. No wonder so many, you know, uh, yeah, I didn't really mean to go here, y'all, but I, I got to go here now because this, this story just led me there. You know, and, and that's the part of the problem with these so-called evangelicals that, that back the president so much. You know, they are so uh, Christian living people, they can't even see the forest for the trees in front of them because they're living in what they want to be such a perfect society. They're living in somewhere where they want to be the controlling, uh, the controlling uh, class or, or point. And honestly, it, it, no, no, that's not what what it's supposed to be. You know, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism. Um, monkeys, oh, none of that is there to control anybody. None of that. But all of, and, and see, and, and this is why a lot, lot of the white Bible built Christians get upset because they want to claim one thing, but they don't know their own history. They only go by what they have been taught. See? And if you're going to claim something, you got to know your history, right? It's best to know your history. And we do know that Christianity has caused so many deaths around the world. Around the world. I remember when, when President Obama made a speech and he mentioned the Crusades. Everybody lost their mind. But he, well, he wasn't telling a lie. It happened. In the name of Christianity. 
the Templars, the Knights of the Templars, Knights of Templars. What you think they were going around doing? In the name of Christianity, the Catholic Church, the Pope. They haven't always been clean. They still ain't clean from doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. But all in the name of Christianity. Now, oh, let's blame Islam for, you know, terrorism and all that good stuff. Well, okay. All right. We can do that, too. But, you know, if your hands ain't clean, how you going to keep blaming somebody else or trying to set somebody else up when your hands ain't clean either? And for this guy here to, to make that kind of statement, to call the, the woman a demon. Are you kidding me? He called her a demon. Because of her bloodline, a demon. And you'll be surprised how many people are, are actually still in that frame, the thought of mind. It's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. You know, that's like, um, who that? A couple of these ministers, uh, evangelists got up and said, uh, God wanted uh, Donald Trump in the White House, and he's the, you know, the savior of the... No, 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 no. Can't buy that, y'all. You can't do it. Nope, can't do it. Now, I'm not saying Barack Obama was either. All right? <laughs> Let's get that straight as well. All right? You know, it's amazing how people make things uh, uh, seem to be one way when they're not. You know, I got a little time. I can talk to you. I can talk to you. Y'all won't be talking no more. Just let me know. Send me a message or something. I'll shut up. But until then, hey, check this out. You know, I I, I go through my Facebook page, and, I, you know, I go through reading, you know, little things that's said and little postings and what have you. But you know what's so interesting? that I, I've really come to realize about people in general is once people believe something, truly, really down to their, the, the, the bone marrow in their body, the little tiny chromosome, cell, nuclei, whatever, that's what they're going to believe. That is what they I don't care what evidence can be introduced, what what facts are shown once they have set their mind on and believe what they believe they're gonna believe it whether it's right or wrong whether it's right or wrong and and I'm mentioning that because it's the same way when it comes to um, religious fanaticals I'm gonna call them that religious fanaticals because in everything. We do, and every person that does it, there is room for improvement, okay? There's room for improvement. There is. There's no, there's no perfect, perfect anything. There's not. Now, we use the word perfect for certain situations, but if we really to sit down and examine what we just call perfect, I'm sure we would find a flaw in it, Yeah. Uh, you know, if we look hard enough. And that's with anything. But what I'm saying is, you can't keep going through life thinking everything is perfect when 
the flaws are bigger than than the the, 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 the um, crack in the earth in the volcano once it, you know it, it sprues out all this lava and stuff like that. All this lava. There's nothing that's perfect. There's no uh, uh, perfect religion. There's no perfect bloodline. There's no none of this crap is perfect. None of us are perfect. None of us. Contrary to what anybody may think or believe, none of us are perfect. There is no such thing as perfect here on this earth. It's a word we use. It's a word we have read. But we have given it a definition. But in all honesty, we still don't know what perfect is because we have never experienced it. You see what I'm saying? In other words, stop thinking everything that you do, read or believe is the truth. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know, dig a little bit. Look for, I mean, look for some things. Stop just being led around by the nose. And for you individuals walking out there with them nose rings in your nose, you make it really easy to lead you. Just hook a chain and just bring you on off. Because that would be telling me you following somebody. You, you're, not, you're not trying to be a leader. You're just following the crowd. So I'm just hook my chain on it and bring you on. And that's what a lot of people are, is being done to a lot of people right now in today's society. They hook into them nose rings and they're just dragging them along. You, don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, 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 no. You can't go to the left. Don't go to the right. Just keep coming straight. I got you. We're going to keep you on this road right here. And it's the wrong, and it's the, excuse me, I'm not going to say the wrong road, but it, it, it's, it's the wrong, it's the road of wrong information. Okay? It's, it's the road of, of, of Diluted information, put it that way. That's a good one. It's the road of diluted information. And that's where they're leading you at. It is. Because you think that road, you know, because somebody's leading you there is the perfect one. Well, uh, yeah, but who said they're on the, the, the right road that you need to be on? But you're going to let them continue to lead you by the nose? Not knowing where you're going? Because you're too lazy to stop and take a look around and say, um, maybe I shouldn't be headed this way. Maybe I need to, you know, look at another route. But no, you'd rather be led by the nose. But continue to be led by the nose. Continue right on. And that goes with anything in life. It does. The groups you hang around with, religion, your education, uh, schooling. I mean, whatever you want to apply to. Whatever you want to apply to. If you want to be led, just keep being led. But if you have an inkling, an inkling of doubt in anything you do, look at it. Examine it. Why is it there? You may be learning something from it. If you if you 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 take the time to stop and take a look at it and see what it's about. See, some of y'all won't do that. Some of y'all just shrug it off and keep going. Keep going down the same old road, but you wonder why you keep having the same old problems. Because the doubt is being put there for a reason, but you won't you won't take the time to find out why. Excuse me. D 
did I just say that? Yeah, I did. Because it's the truth. Some of you are just some big dummies out there. Now, I'm not telling you something I don't know. Because personally, I've been through it myself. I'm not beyond uh, 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 making a mistake. I'm not beyond uh, uh, doing that. I'm not. So what I'm saying, if I can say it, why can't you? Why can't you? Nobody said life would be easy. Nobody said uh, doing what you want to do will be easy. It's just not that way. If it's easy, then something ain't right. Something's not right. Something's not right. We don't. We are here. We are here for a purpose. I'm gonna say we are here for a purpose. Now, do we know what that purpose is? You know, right off the beginning. No, we don't. That's why it's a journey. That's why we are supposed to learn along the way. That's why we're supposed to. Uh, interact with each other. That's why we're supposed to uh, 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 research, you know, read a little bit, you know, ask questions. It's okay. It's all right if somebody call you corny. It's all right if somebody call you dumb. It's all right if somebody call you stupid. Does That does not mean that is what you are. Because that only means that is what they want to see. Because Maybe they aren't on the level that you are. Ever thought about that? See, some of you walk around here on such a high level, you don't even know it because you're too busy knocking yourself down trying to stay on the level that them dummies are on. Hey, I learned that on the life lessons as well. See, it's a it's a steady learning curve. It's a learning curve. We don't as long as you are open minded and willing to take those chances and pay attention to what you're being shown, you're all right. But the one time, the, the that one time when you stop and you say, "That's it. I know where I'm at. I know what I'm doing. That's it." Then you have hindered your own advancement. You have. Because you have shut the door. The door has always been open, but you shut the door. Because I'm where I want to be. Well, you where you want to be. Who said that there wasn't greater for you? But because you said you where you want to be, okay, that's where you shall stay. Until you get tired of looking at that same door. Kick the door open. It's not locked. Kick it open. <laughs> Woo! I don't know where that came from, y'all. That ain't where I was going with this, but it just popped out there. But yeah, that that is you know that is that's fact right there. That's that's just fact. And see, when you have individuals like the like this Devin Meyer guy, you know, that uses religion as a crutch for his own hatred and his own, for himself or what he he feels is the perfect uh, culture, what have you. 
Don't pay that any attention. It's just a distraction. That's all it is, a distraction. It's the wolf hiding in little ways around woods trying to get you to come down that path. Don't pay that crap no attention. Honestly, I am glad that Meghan Markle got out of that. I am. She didn't need to be up in that mess anyway. She really don't. Not like she was well liked. I mean, let's be honest. You know, Britons. You know, unless you in in that neighborhood, you're not you dark skinned You're not a well appreciated culture anyway. You know, like here in America, if you're wearing dreadlocks or what have you, you're not appreciated then either. We have a constant signs of that. You know. And with that being said, you know, I, I still find it amazing, and I say this every time, it's amazing that you can walk on the street and people hate you. You know, you get these little clips on Facebook where people hating each other, what have you, but you put them in a sports arena and they room for the same team. Oh, they high-fiving, hugging, laughing, and joking. What does that tell you? Not only about this country, but what does that tell you about yourself? If you're one of them individuals that just, I hate them dang on crackers. I hate them dang on niggers. And yeah, I said it because it's my show. I can say it. And I hate so-and-so and I don't like this. But them same individuals that you hating in there on, when you were sitting in a sports arena or somewhere where there's a whole bunch and you laugh a, a comedy show, you're laughing, you're high-fiving, you're hugging, you ain't thinking about it then. You don't hate them then, do you? So my question then is, is the hate true or is the hate manufactured? Hmm. Sound like a manufactured type of hate. Just depends on the environment you're in because you don't want to upset whoever you're hanging out with. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> I told y'all, man, I watched that movie, the Rosewood, today. And it put some things on my brain. It really did. It, it, it really did because I, 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 I had seen I've seen it quite often, but I don't know for some reason I just looked at it differently today, and it really, really put some thoughts in my head. You know, open opened my brain up a little bit. Not to say it was closed. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, it may have been on a little hiatus, but it wasn't closed. <laughs> But anyway, you know, I got 18 minutes left. Anyway, what I'm saying is, man, don't 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 let individuals like this Debbie Mar, Debbie Mar, Debbie Nah, whatever the heck his name is, lead you to believe, you know, that one one culture or whatever is a is a demon of, you know, oh, no, come on. Come on. Because we all bleed red, blue, whatever color you blue. Until it hit the air, then it's red, and then it turns green after a while. No, I don't know about the green part, but what I'm saying is, hey, you know, I I I've served in the you know um, in the military. Y'all know that for twenty something years, and I still today yet today yet today, even though we knew they were racist, we knew they didn't like. One race or the other, one ethnicity. Y'all know I don't like to say race. One ethnicity or the other. We knew this. When bullets went to flying, 
that did not matter. See, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. It's easy to walk around here and say what you don't like or who you hate. But when push comes to shove, when that's really tested, you find out that you know what? You know what you dislike more than the other person? Leaving the face of this earth. Now, think about that. Think about that. Because you rather depend on that individual, uh, uh, that ethnicity that you hate so much to get you through whatever hard times you're going through so you get back to your family, to your, your steel back in Kentucky woods or whatever. You're not thinking about, you know, all that other stuff. Man, see, it, it, life is, is always lessons. Life is a lesson. It's a continual lesson. It really is. But you have to stop and pay attention to the lessons. See, sometimes we continue to ride and ride and go and go to we miss the lessons. We really do. Like I said before on the show, and I'm I'm not scared to say, you know, when you're in the hole and you, you firing your weapon at somebody and somebody on the other side firing back at you and y'all from different countries, I ain't going to lie to you. I had a moment. Why am I shooting at this man? Why is this man firing back at me? I don't know him. He don't know me. I've done nothing wrong to him. He's done nothing. Only reason why we fired because some idiot sitting back in the United States of America up in our office said that's what we have to do because they supposedly did something. But the individuals that are out there doing the battling, that are out there doing the fighting of each other, we haven't done anything to each other. And if we were to actually stop long enough to sit down and talk to each other, we actually would find out that we have more in common than we do not in common. But once again, that's being led by the nose. That's being led, you know, and you following. Because in that instance, what other choice do you have? But that doesn't mean you always have to stay in that situation. Y'all get my point? Once you realize what's going on, you have the option to make the change. Once once you realize that, hey, I don't want to be shooting at this guy. This guy probably got family and kids just like I do. We both want to, you know, live to see our grandkids or whatever. Hey, once I get back, I'm out of here. Screw this. And that's the way you have to look at life. When you find yourself in a situation where you're being led crazy, uh, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get myself together here because I can't stay in this. I got to ride. Yeah, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes you got to go out into the unknown. You do. But trust me, it's only unknown because you haven't started on that journey yet. <laughs> I don't know how much sense this is making, but, hey, it sounds good to me. It, it does. It sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, so check this out, man. We got 13 minutes left. I don't talked up a whole lot of time all of a sudden. Hey, 
Y'all got anything y'all want to say to me? Now is your time. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Um, yeah. You know, been a good show. I'll tell you. I talked about some things. Um, cashless society. I guess I we'll do cashless society Monday. We'll talk a little bit about a cashless society and uh, a few other things. How the, uh, the president says he has saved HCBU HBCUs. Um, oh, here's one real quick I wanted to cover. You know, we have um, Brother Jabbar who comes on the show a lot, and he talks about, you know, the Moors and how they have their own community and so so forth and so on. Well, I found this story here, and when I found it, I thought about him. A self-described Moorish grand sheik who led a sovereign citizen-style fraud scheme seeking more than $100 million in tax refunds has been sentenced to 68 months in federal prison. <clears throat> Marcel A. Walton, 47, of Chicago, received the sentence last Friday in U.S. District Court where he earlier pleaded guilty to one count of mail fraud in the scheme that actually stole $2 million in bogus refunds from the U.S. Treasury. Mr. Walton identified vulnerability in the IRS trust tax return processing system and orchestrated a massive tax scheme to exploit that vulnerability by filing numerous false returns. Uh, Walton headed the Morris Science Temple of America based in Chicago and worked for the city's parks department since 2004. He told his followers that if they become members of his temple, they could claim money purportedly owed to the Moors by the U.S. government. Walton claimed his Morris ancestors discovered America and that Morris profit Noble Drew Allah, Ali, Allah, Ali, whatever you want to call it, was given the deed to all lands making up North America. Further, further, he contended that modern-day Moors such as himself were entitled to back pay, tax refunds, and reparations from the federal government for his use of Moorish lands. The next step, Walton said, entitled his followers to file retroactive tax returns seeking refunds as much as $900,000 each. At least 17 of Walton's followers filed an estimated 50 returns seeking more than $16 million in refunds and obtained $3.3 million in return refunds before federal investigators detected the fraud scheme and recovered $852,221 from the court documents say. <laughs> the government limited, limited its, its loss calculations in two instances where Walter's role was collaborated by interviews with Temple members. In 2010, the documents say he filed fraudulent IRS returns using the name Marcia Antonio Walton Trust, seeking approximately $300,000 for each of the years through 2007 through 2009. In early 2011, the U.S. Department of Treasury issued a $310,162 check, refund check, to the Marcia Antonio Walton Trust and mailed it to the defendant's home address in Chicago. Now, why am I reading that to you? Simple. Now, I don't have anything against these people who run around here and talk about sovereign this and sovereign that and the Moorish this and what of that. But people, just as I got finished talking to you about it, I'm going to say it again. Don't be led. Hey, if it don't seem right, don't do it. 
I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know, and it's sad. It's sad that, you know, people actually followed him and they they got some jail time, prison time as well. But you got to be smart about things. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you need to ask questions. Sometimes you need to do your own research. Don't trust just because these people are in a leadership role don't mean they know how to lead or they mean you any well, any good. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand that? That is the point I'm trying to make. I don't care who it is. I don't care. Be your large member, your even even your your your, your pastor, even your 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 mayor, uh, your squad leader, your platoon side. That don't mean they know how to lead or they mean you any well. You know you have to do look out for you. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> You just have to look out for you. All right, so once again, last chance, last chance. If you want to say anything to me right now, here's your time. 347-838-8622 is the number um, because it's time to get up out of here. But I want to thank you all for stopping by and hanging out with me. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm trying to get back into the groove. You know, some days I'll be here, some days I won't. It's just that's the way it rolls. You know, y'all know how it is sometimes. Uh, but I do plan on being here Monday. Um, I didn't come last Monday because of Martin Luther King's birthday and you know, observing observance because it wasn't really his birthday. It was just observed that day. But hey, I thought I'd let y'all get a break from listening to me ramble on about nothing, right? Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening uh, once again. If you haven't um, followed the show, you can go to the show's homepage and follow, hit follow. That way I know you're there, um, and I do appreciate it. You can always shoot me email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And the website did not get updated this week. I do apologize for that. Um, I'm going to do my best to do it tomorrow. You know, sometimes I just get a little bit busy, but it will be updated, and it would have some stuff. You know, the Iran, um, the the killing of the general, um, and maybe a story about dreads, and some other stuff on there. Just check it out. You know, it should, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. It should be updated by Sunday, okay? And that's ericletstalk.com. All right, so other if there's nothing else for me, y'all, man, I want to say thank y'all for hanging out once again. It's been real fun, and uh Hey, we see you back here Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, saying thank you. And I'm going to take you out of here with some Ramsey Lewis and dancing for you jazz lovers, all right? So y'all have a good one. And uh, if it's too loud, turn it down. All right. Later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.